0: Welcome to Dudes of Beards Podcast, episode 42. I am Joe, and joining me are my co-host, Matt. Hi. And Darren.
1: Hello.
0: The video version can be found on Facebook and YouTube. The audio version can be found on all major podcasting <laughs> platforms. Please visit dwbshow.com for all links. On today's show, we'll be discussing the U.S.'s largest electric truck order, a self-driving car with no steering wheel, the first grid-connected wave energy system in Israel, Nissan to spend $500 million on a factory for EV production, uh, Ford announces restructuring for an electric future and the foundation for connected things. What are we drinking, fellas? Uh
1: I am drinking a vision by
0: you got a, Ryan uh, Geis. a Ryan guys. It was like a special, is it a special for uh, 12 I, it was just a 12 pack? variety pack.
1: Variety pack. I've never seen it before. So I got it because it had a low carb beer in there. What was it called?
2: Mathlete. Mm-hmm. Mathlete.
1: And uh, it was 115 calories. Yes. And I, it was pretty good. It was just a little light on flavor, but uh, I just wanted to try this, and it had truth and um, knowledge. Knowledge, knowledge in there.
0: Yeah, this one's not bad. West Coast. Mm-hmm. What is it?
1: So West Coast-style pale ale.
2: That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah.
0: 5.5%. Because
2: that's what I'm also drinking. Yeah, that's what I got, too. Mm, for those good. that care.
0: <laughs> Does it have Ibiza? Uh, no, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> I looked. Yeah. So we're all drinking the same thing, so that's easy. Any exciting news in the last 2 weeks? Yeah. It's been pretty quiet. Yeah. I mean other than I mean personally, but I mean the world's in yes. freaking disarray, but <laughs> yeah. Not much going on on the on the personal front. So Cool. Nothing? <laughs>
1: Nothing? No. I've actually been uh not Doing really anything, yeah. Be been printing a that. lot of stuff.
2: Just a little preoccupied with that little human in your house right now. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah that does. Yeah, uh, she
2: is pretty awesome.
0: That does take up the time.
2: Did Did she find her laugh recently? Is that what that video kind of was last <laughs> she, night? Or she been laughing for a while?
1: She's been laughing for a while, but it wasn't that belly laugh that I was getting. <laughs> and I and and that laugh was nowhere near what, um what it was before she started recording.
2: Oh. I mean, I had her, like,
1: wailing. Oh, Yeah, she, I mean, I don't know. I was I was almost scared because I've, I've been letting my hair grow out because it's been cold here, and i just been lazy, actually. And uh, I shaved it all off today, and she was at my mom and dad's, and Elizabeth picked her up on the way home. I was like, is she just going to even recognize me? And as soon as she saw me, she gets this big grin and just, I mean, she's got me wrapped around her finger, but... I was say, maybe this if you shaved... Yeah, would, yeah. The, the beard. Like but. The, that, beard yeah. That, won't, that won't happen. I made that mistake before. <laughs> How old is she? Uh, Seven. She's almost eight months eight now. Months. Eight
0: months. Yep. <laughs> I uh I did order stuff to build a custom keyboard that came yesterday, but I haven't messed with it yet. I don't know if I have time, maybe tomorrow, Sunday. You're my first full it, it's not technically a full custom keyboard because the the body of it and the uh the pcb inside of it and then there's like a foam separator came as a kit but then the keycaps came the keycaps came separate the switches came separate the the plate for the key the uh switches to go into was separate like and you can order like you know you get like a bunch of different colors and and you can get, like, a, a braided USB cable or a straight USB cable, and then they got a bunch of different colors on that. But um, I've been wanting to build one for a while, and I've just been putting it off. One of my um, RGBs on my Razer Huntsman is stuck on white. Huh. I mean, it's probably still under warranty, so I can probably contact them. I've never had to get anything warrantied through them before. Hmm. Um, I don't know if it's a year or more. It might, it might be actually longer than, might be older than a year, so I don't know if I'll be able to get anything for it. But I was like, "Well, time for a new keyboard." So, so
1: I've been looking for a new keyboard, mm-hmm. and I found one on Amazon, and I was like, "That's awesome!" And then you know, Add just went somewhere else, and was like, oh, "Whatever." What popped up in my Facebook feed today as a suggested mm-hmm. thing to buy? So it's a it's a typewriter.
0: Like a round keys. Oh, mechanical I've seen those. arms. I've seen those.
1: It's a fully mechanical keyboard,
0: but uh, it's got the round and it keyboard. just looks
1: like a, a an actual typewriter. That's cool. It's like r- a re- super retro. Yeah, super retro. What
0: so it, color is it? Huh? Was it like a cream color?
1: No, or? it was rust. Oh, really? Rust and yeah, it was like almost like a steampunk hmm. style. That's crazy.
2: Did it, yeah, did did it have really? that like? High pitch to the key. I don't know that I can get used to that.
1: It's and and the reviews on it's like it's super clacky. And I was like, that's awesome.
0: That's cool. Yeah, it's like dude, there's you could you could go down a rabbit hole and cut and mechanical custom keyboards. Like a couple of the guys that I game with, the one guy he built he's built a few and He's like, I'm not even going to tell you how much I have in my my latest (laughs) one because you can customize every single component of it. Well, and down to the the type of like if you want a linear key, if you want a clicky key, if you want to like the travel to be a certain millimeter, like it's just crazy.
1: Well, gosh, yeah. All I know is that that Razer keyboard that you gave me that's a little bit older.
0: Yeah, that was like a Black Widow or
1: something. uh, I think I think that's what it was. But when I'm typing, for some reason, I like triple hit the k it's yep. just it, it's it so be, sensitive yeah that the k that's the only letter it does it on mm-hmm. but i'll look up and i'm like
0: a <laughs> bunch of k why are there
1: a bunch of K's there? <laughs> and yeah. i don't know if it's just the way i'm holding my hands and i just accidentally just and it's that sensitive that
0: yeah i think so that like and that's the like the actuation depth like like the travel and the act you got the travel depth and the actuation depth and then is it clicky like how does it sound how does it feel like the tactile like there's hundreds of different kinds of uh, switches and key. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's.
1: So do you know when I had all the trouble trying to get my watch cellular to work? Yeah. So uh, one of the the specialists I was on the phone with, she was typing away it? and she's like, sorry, I usually have my uh, different keyboard, but I, I'm on my gaming keyboard. I said, I said, don't worry, it's not bothering me. I love clacky <laughs> keyboards
0: there's a couple there's one one guy one of the specialists I work with he's got a definitely it's like a i don't know what switches they are but they're definitely like some uh some cherry m x reds or something like they're super clicky and i like i like them too but uh i
1: I didn't think I would like it till I actually started using it yeah. and it's just it's like <clears throat> you know you hit a you hit a key and you just hit a key like on my yeah. laptop or my macbook or whatever yeah but when There's I'm, no feedback. When I when I you get that that feedback like yeah and and we're old enough that we remember. we we remember we used <laughs> typewriters and then, and then yeah. we had the the white IBM keyboards that were like that thick and
0: like <laughs> it, I don't know I'm probably gonna be spo- I'm probably gonna be ruined now once I build this one probably. because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna want to use anything else but I mean I, that's why I've been putting it off for so long because I knew. I mean, and you can buy a lot of really good ones that are prebuilt, but. And then, and then
1: if you want to even customize it more, you can start buying pretty cool colored, uh, filament and print your own.
0: Yeah. Well, remember those custom keys that I mm-hmm. got last year? Well, they don't fit that board because the keys and the switches. So the, the board is flat. It doesn't have any like Ray. So they look weird on that, which this one, I don't think they, they should be okay, but I won't know until I try it, but, uh. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Cause something one, to play with the one key you got is like acrylic, right? With something. Yeah, it was the, um, the it? Captain America and Thor's shield on the space bar. It was like an inner. You could use it for an inner or a shift key. The, yeah, the, the I doubles. Think, Yeah, I think Go. that was it. And then I have I've got two. And I, the other one I had was like the aquarium one. Maybe it's the aquarium one I'm thinking of. Yeah, those are the only. Yeah, those that thing's that pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it's amazing. But it's all just, the detail inside that little. Yeah, key. it's
0: it's just crazy what. Phew, I mean, you could spend a thousand dollars on a on a keyboard, easy.
1: Like, yeah, this this ain't <laughs> the one I was looking at, but that gives you the idea cool. of what it
0: is. I've seen some pretty cool ones, but there's a, <laughs> um, I forget what the exact. I mean, there's a bunch of, there's a like a mechanical keyboard subreddit. People are posting stuff on, and then there's like drop dot com and mechanicalkeyboard.com. Like there's it's crazy. Like and there's a bunch of people. There's this one. Um, girl that i watch on youtube she makes a lot of those custom keys and she'll stream it when she's making them and she builds custom keyboards too and it's just it's just like it's like you know just one of those things where you can just sit there and watch it all day because it's just cool Mm. yeah so so i'm I'm assuming by the next podcast i'll have it together i think i might try to um i want to film it putting it together but i think what i want to do is maybe set up a camera pointing down at my desk Cause I've got that other camera we're not using now, but I've got to find a way to mount it. Maybe use like um, one of these poles or, or my uh, little YouTube thing and mount it you know, just where I can get it over top <clears throat> so I can have, I can't the camera going straight down and then my regular camera too. And I'll probably have to take the, uh, the Elgato thing that we use for this so I can plug them both into the PC they make a, a capture card that you can do four HDMI inputs on for four cameras, but it's like three hundred fifty bucks and it's been sold out for like a year. God, grief. Wow. Yeah, and I mean, I know I could hook up the uh, the Blackmagic too, yes. but I just I don't have any re- really anywhere good place to put it. That I'm I mean, gonna I have to move my my mice or something. But I'm not I'm not gonna use do more than one camera most of the time. It's just something for this, but. I wanted to do it at my PC that way I could just record it to the PC as I'm doing it with my camera on and everything and I don't have to edit it later mm-hmm. other than you know maybe a couple little spots but should be fun from insideevs.com the uh, they have announcement that BYD uh, receives US US's largest electric truck order from Enride um, all vehicles will be produced locally by we, BYD's assembly plant in Lancaster, California. I didn't know who they were uh, I didn't so either. I went out and um, was just kind of doing some research on them but um so they announced that uh, so far the largest order for all electric trucks outside of Asia placed in the U.S. by Swedish freight technology company Enride. Um, in total, 200 <laughs> Class 8 BYD 8TT. I'm not sure what the TT. Is that some kind of weight maybe? Mm-hmm. Or just maybe the way they met their model numbers. Uh, battery electric day cab trucks to be deployed over the course of the coming 12 months starting in February. Um, all of the vehicles will be assembled in Lancaster, California, where BYD produces also electric buses. The majority of the trucks will be the third-generation version, which was unveiled in the fall of
2: 2021. Who knew? All so, 2021s passed? This is the first <laughs> time I'm hearing of them? Let yeah,
0: third-generation. Um, uh,
2: so, uh, they're I, an old company. For
1: some reason, you know, Class 8, I meant to look it up the other day when I was reading through this article, okay. but a Class 8 truck... Is a gross vehicle weight rating a GVRW? Uh, so it's exceeding uh, thirty-three thousand pounds.
0: Okay, so that's so that's a full semi. Gotcha. Jeez. Um, it says the BYD 8TT will be equipped with a five hundred and sixty-three kilowatt-hour battery, LFP. I forget was that. I forget what that chemistry was. Um, I have to look that up too. And off a range of up to two hundred miles. Fast charging power peaks at one hundred and eighty-five kilowatt. Hours with a CCS one connector. Um, this type of order is a big win for BYD, which already sold over two hundred trucks in the U.S. and more than ten thousand globally. Uh, but the vast majority of those were in China. But
1: how we we follow yeah. this stuff, and it's just like these. How do how do they squeak by? And what was didn't we have something like that before? Where it was like this has been out for like two years, yeah. and it was like yeah. Oh, the bus! The bus!
0: Oh yeah, it was the, the bus. all electric bus. Yeah. It was like, I mean, we we just, we, I'm sure we're gonna miss stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that third generation. Cool, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll play that. Um, so it says the uh, um, Inride emerged several years ago as a developer of autonomous trucks, T-Pod, without the driver's cab, yeah, which did, were did you see some.
1: Some of the videos yeah, on there.
0: which were demonstrated back in 2019 and 2020. Since then, the company evolved and is now relying on other electric vehicles, fo- focusing more on its technology platform for fleets. The autonomous driver tech is still under development. So they're going to, BYD is going to make them for them, but they're actually going to be the ones who sell them and probably like maintain them, and then it's going to have their software on them, is the way I was reading it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it says they will utilize the vehicles to grow their global feet, fleet um, to serve U.S. customers throughout key transport regions um saga enrides technology platform that plays the critical role in ensuring electric shipping is efficient and optimized will power the full fleet of signed byd vehicles yeah is there do you turn the audio down yeah i'll show a short piece of this
1: yeah cuz when i was watching it it kind of flipped me out cuz i was
0: like that yeah, so it's like that, there's no cab. That doesn't have a yeah, cab. Yeah, that was – so GE and Louisville, mm-hmm. I guess – I don't know if they're – already I think they're already using some of them, aren't they? Or they're going to be. I don't know, but those robots are so cool. It says, as we continue to expand our U.S. operations and provide our end-to-end shipping solutions at scale, having an OEM partner, which will be BYD, um, that is able to collaborate with us on delivering the best-in-class electric vehicles is imperative. Yeah, yeah I think so. That looks so cool. <laughs> Um, this fleet of vehicles, which will be delivered at an industry-leading pace and volume, will allow us to efficiently provide electric, cost-competitive, and emissions-free transportation to our customers. It,
1: it reminds me of some of the like the mail stuff in like futuristic uh, movies and stuff, like that has that little flat nose with no yeah. c- that self-driving stuff. Um, what was that? Mm-hmm. Movie i I'm that trying had to. That, yeah,
2: I'm, I'm trying to think, it. and I Wasn't can't. I thought there was something like that in
0: RoboCop. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it is. Some
2: weird So I
0: I, I went out. I was just digging around last night, and I went out to their website because I was just trying to find out more information about them. So they're they're a Chinese company, but they have a huge manufacturing presence in the U.S. Um, And BYD stands for Build Your Dreams. Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, that's pretty cool. Um, But, yeah, here's the – um, what is it american workforce down here yeah they had like a little timeline so they were founded in 95 but then they've they've bought a bunch of other um, companies as they went along uh, acquisitions and they are they've been a global partner um they said they leading manufacturer of smartphones tablets and laptops for global partners such as apple dell toshiba microsoft samsung motorola and even more um, I don't know if they still make all that stuff, but they have in the past.
1: Maybe it's like our grills that we have, Matt, because they were a main manufacturer for all the top line pellet grills until they were like, okay, we're done. We're just going to make our
0: own. Yeah, yeah. and th- so their their proprietary iron phosphate batteries are the heart of the company, providing safe, reliable power to all their vehicles and energy storage systems. Like you said, founded in ninety-five as as a pioneer in battery technology. Official official sponsor of Mother Nature. Um, I
2: I find the very first part of that. BYD is the only EV maker to master battery, electric motors, and vehicle control technologies. It's like, wow, that's a pretty bold way just to come out. Yeah, because they're really Really? you're the
0: only one? I've never heard of you, and you're the only one. I guess maybe because they're making all three of those in house. They're not, you know, like Tesla's uh, using LG and Panasonic or whatever. I
2: don't know. Yeah, when you put it like that, I guess. But to say they master, like. Eh.
0: Yeah, so that, I guess they've been making these electric buses for a yeah. while. And then, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of, and then some trucks and that foreclose. bullet train. Yeah. And then. Uh, so they're in Los Angeles. Is where their North American headquarters is at. And then I think it said how many, like the American workforce. Didn't they have something in like Illinois or closer to
2: us? Um, I thought maybe it was saying on the Wikipedia
0: page. And they make them. They currently make the the battery buses. It's crazy. Two hundred fifty million invested directly in North American region. Over 65,000 battery electric buses delivered worldwide. Wow, that's just crazy. Uh, listed number 15 on the Forbes list of companies changing the world, huh. and they're publicly traded. Berkshire Hathaway is one of the largest shareholders. Huh. And then I was also looking on their, um, uh, just trying to figure out like where you know where they were owned and initially started, and so I went out to the wiki page and it's. Um, it says there is a Chinese manufacturing company headquartered in Shenzhen, um, founded by Wang Shanfu in February of nineteen ninety-five. Two major subsidiaries, which is BYD Automotive and BYD electronic.
2: Which I think the electronic further down is who's the battery part of this must be of BYD.
1: So right now you can buy their stock for fifty-three sixty-four. It's down mm. negative four dollars and thirty eight cents today.
0: A lot of things are down today because of the <laughs> all the Ukraine stuff, unfortunately. But yeah, it's cool. Like definitely keep an eye out for them now.
1: Yeah, they got a market cap of seven hundred thirty five point four five B HKD. I don't know what that is. I don't probably know haunt,
0: uh, it's probably some kind of Chinese currency or something. Maybe mm. it's cool. Up next from Freethink. GM asked to deploy self-driving car, a self-driving car, with no steering wheel. So they're seeking um, approval. It says the future could be here sooner than you think. Uh, GM's GM and self-driving car company Cruise, which they own, I think they bought them a few years ago, it said, have asked regulators for permission to deploy the Cruise Origin, an autonomous vehicle with no steering wheel, rearview mirrors, or pedals. If approved... It could be on the assembly line within a year. Yeah. The uh, Cruise origin is among, is among the most innovative vehicles in history: zero emission, shared electric vehicle that has been purposely designed from the ground up to operate without a human driver. Rob Grant, a senior VP at Cruise, wrote in a blog post.
1: I mean, but this would be like the perfect vehicle for like Uber, downtown. And yeah, Uber yeah, downtown and taxis where you're and... going like five or six blocks or something, you know? Yeah. But uh, I just I don't see this for like.
0: Long, long travel.
1: Long travel, yeah. I mean, because unless <clears throat> unless they dedicate like a lane in the highway for autonomous, autonomous vehicles. vehicles. You think that will happen one day? Probably. Think it, maybe
0: certain areas at least.
1: Or when we get the flying cars, I'll just...
0: Yeah. <laughs> <and then. laughs> yeah. Um, it says that human error is the critical reason for 95% of crashes in the U.S., according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration (NHTSA). While factors such as bad weather or poor road design may contribute to crashes, a human mistake is almost always the crucial event and the chain leading up to it. Wow. Um, besides improving on the travel experience, proponents say that the self-driving that self-driving cars could make roads a lot safer by removing the possibility of human error, but we're still waiting for someone to deploy a fully autonomous car. I think we're getting closer and closer. Yeah, but, but-, but
1: you're also, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, you're going to have the autonomous car, but it's still going to get into an accident. Because there are yeah. way too many,
0: it's other people probably, people
1: driving that yeah. that are not going. I mean, it's coming, and I don't think we'll see a full autonomous electric conversion by the end of our lives.
0: Like everything, you
1: mean? They'll be they'll they'll still Speed. be purists. Oh, everything. I thought yeah. you just meant everything. like in general, no everything, because oh, you'll yeah. still have the purists that want the old Corvettes and yeah. and old muscle cars and whatever. I love that stuff. Don't get me wrong. But it's going to be – there's still going to be human error no matter what. Yeah. Or yeah. when Skynet takes over, <laughs> then they're just going to start crashing all these autonomous things.
0: Yeah. It, so it says, like, um, right now we have semi-autonomous vehicles that can operate without drivers in limited circumstances, like a fixed loop or on the highway. Um, not only does that mean there's still a potential for human error, it also increases the vehicle's complexity and cost. Since developers have to include all the parts needed for both autonomous and manual driving, it's a good point. Um, the Cruise Origin, GM acquired and Cruise in 2016, and together they set out to develop a self-driving car that would operate strictly as an autonomous rideshare. The Cruise Origin is that vehicle, and it truly looks like nothing else on the road. So,
2: so this is going to be like an article we had a few episodes back, where they were talking about that um, like mapping car. That went around or whatever, and it was autonomous. It was autonomous, but yeah, but that it, thing it's, it's only going to be. This is only going to work in those areas that were like very detailed and map. Yeah, it, like it, it can't just go off its own like awareness of the street. Right. It's going to have to be someone you know drove Cincinnati all the streets, all whatever, and then it can drive. Yeah, I mean, well, it's going to be. Like- I, I don't. To like, me, that's not autonomous. To, to me, it's you set it free from the garage or the charging port, and it knows because of geogrid, awareness the grid where to go, not because this map profile is loaded, and it can follow that particular route. Like to me, that's not necessarily autonomous. Well,
1: I mean, right. like the the Domino's Pizza, oh
0: yeah, where the, they were doing that
1: autonomous fully delivery. autonomous delivery. Well, it was only in certain neighborhoods because it already had it mapped out. Yeah. But you know, Tesla kind of does that too, mm-hmm. because oh, it they, absolutely because they they're yeah. gathering all the data from all your cameras and everything, and right. and they compile that. I mean, will we ever have a point where the technology is good enough to where you could build a brand new road and put this car on it, and it would it would sense it? Yes, it's yeah. going to happen. But until then, we gotta give it the the yeah. heads up. But and and you know as well as I do, downtown Cincinnati, it's always under construction on this road or that road or mm-hmm. or one lane shut down. And you know, they're still gonna have to have that geo map in there, and then it's just like ways or whys or whatever that. It knows just from people putting in the, the, the yeah. stuff that, that there's construction from here to here.
0: Yeah, it needs yeah. to be able to learn and adapt to that stuff.
1: And I, and I think that would be easy to do, but you won't see this outside of cities.
0: Yeah, very limited use cases in the beginning, I think. it, it dis- So it, the, it was cool because they said that they're designing this to be engineered to last a million miles. And all the interior components are replaceable. Um, what that does is drive the cost down per mile way lower than you could ever reach if you took a regular car and tried to retrofit it, they said. So because it doesn't have all of those components that you would need for someone to be able to drive it. And and I watched mm. some of the videos and, and looked
1: at some of the other uh, pictures and stuff of it, and they were talking about in the article that it was a six-seater, so three and three. Yeah. Th- but was like all, benches on but, both sides. But all was on each end, but – Everything i seen, it was a four-seater because it was a two-and-two, like a captain-style chair with, like, a a console in the middle. And I don't remember if it was on that video that it showed that or something else I went on to to look at more pictures of it. Let's see.
2: But, I mean, it looked pretty cool. I'd get in it. Yeah. I I just wonder what this push... Push. Request from GM is going to do to help Tesla with yeah. their
0: drive. Oh, if they start approving stuff like that, that's this, why then,
1: it's a fold down. I didn't see that before. Oh. So it is a six-seater, but you can fold down and gotcha. only have four seats.
0: So it says um the cruise origin isn't the only, only strictly autonomous vehicle in development. Amazon has their zooks. Um, it's also building a boxy um, autonomous vehicle for ride sharing and Apple's working on a steering wheel, less vehicle of its own as well. And it says it'll be up to federal, federal regulators to decide whether any of these vehicles make it to us roads. And it's hard to predict when GM and crews might get a response to their petition or the likelihood of regulators approving the vehicle at all. Um, and it says, according to Reuter, a Reuter's report, if the companies are given the green light production of the self-driving car could begin in a GM factory in Detroit in late 2022, With delivery starting in 2023.
1: That's a quick turnaround, though.
2: Yeah, it just seems...
1: The GM can retool really quickly. I mean, they got years and years of manufacturing. and But I'm just wondering if it goes forward and reverse the same way.
0: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because it looks like it's the same on both ends, right? Right.
1: It and probably and you, does. And I I haven't seen like a full three sixty of it, but I just wonder if it's if it go if it will go, you know.
0: Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it says, you know, this is just this was the actual original post from getcruise.com, dot com, which is the the cruise uh company's website, the cruise origin. Um it, it's a lot of the same information. I won't, I won't read it all again, but they did have some other pictures and things that's, like that. That's
1: where I was looking at the pictures from. Yeah. But I didn't see that. It was like a flip down.
0: Oh, I see. Like yeah. a jump
1: seat, sort of. Is that what they right. call that
2: or whatever? I don't
1: know. It uh, can't be worse than the old S10 jump
2: seats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I wonder what that's going to do for Tesla. And, like, with all the data and everything that Tesla has so far, what what's GM and Cruise bringing to the table? Like, look, this is what we have, like, you know, I, I think we're really there that Tesla hasn't already done. Like yeah. if Tesla hasn't been approved by now,
0: is it money that's mm-hmm. gonna get them approved? Yeah. Like I don't know. I mean I'm sure there's a lot of fear and doubt, but um Would pe- people can't drive either. Would <laughs> would you
1: would you right now if that pulled out up front in front of Joe's house, would you get in it and ride to middletown fifteen minute drive yeah
0: I think yeah. so I mean if it's proven technology and the national highway no, safety i mean like and, right now oh without it being right approved
1: right now without without it being approved
0: no no, <laughs> you have
1: zero control yeah would you get in it right now and no. and get in it and ride <laughs> nope.
0: Not unless I watch you do it first. It's <laughs> pretty mm,
2: cool. I think another thing that potentially would get them approved over Tesla is the whole this is in a very confined space mm. as we're wanting to allow these Teslas to self-drive all over the country. Mm. So that that may be how they get approved. Tesla doesn't, which is going to cause all kinds of chaos in my yeah, opinion. Cause did
0: Tesla even get approved to have autonomous vehicles for the the tunnels? Are they even? Because the one I all the videos I've seen lately, there's still people driving them. Those aren't even those even aren't even autonomous. Even, yet. I don't think so. And those are freaking underground. You're not going to get much safer environment than that. <laughs> like if they can't get that approved, then they'll they never got, get like, it on the car, the streets.
1: Do they like got the kids? bumpers for the bowling alleys in those tunnels.
0: I think they're the, 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 the wheels have, have something those, on them. Those, yeah. like,
1: like King's Island that had the cars that have the little rollers on yeah. the side that keeps mm. you in the track. But everything
0: I've seen they it's always so still so somebody now they may not be physically driving it. Maybe they're just sitting there to take over in case of an issue, but there's still a driver in it. From the perspective I've seen in all those videos,
2: I don't know that I would want to drive in that tunnel.
0: Yeah. Because It's like there's not much room, it's tight, but like six <laughs> it, inches on each side, maybe.
2: Yeah, it's way tight. No, I don't trust myself driving, that but that is
0: a very um focused and a very um um predictable environment, right? You it's, have it's, no it's, distractions, it's, it's, not, it's never going to change. You're not no. going to
1: have some, some guy. So, once
0: the car knows and, and it's, it's like it's mapped, like you said. Like there's, and of course, it'll be looking for something like if, if something were to get in the way, but well, like it shouldn't have to, what shouldn't be an issue because it's just always going to be the same thing over and over and over. Well,
1: and over think again. about your robot
0: vacuums. Th- those still are pretty stupid. Though. They are still pretty <laughs> stupid, but
1: some of the newer ones get smarter over time because they learn yeah. your layout. They actually use um, LIDAR yeah. and map. Yep. Your whole like I house. Can, I can
0: see my map. I can set up a virtual room or a gate or all kinds of stuff. But if like a dog toy, a big dog toy is in its way, it'll hit it and then it then it gets all screwed up. It's like it's it is it, I mean, it's way better than it was mm. six, seven years ago. But they still have a long way to go with that too. But it is it's good enough yeah. for now. I mean So in a downtown situation yeah. where everything's mapped and already known. In, the, in, a, in a good controlled or semi-controlled environment. Because then you also need to make sure, like, the people, like, you need to be aware of it. Like, with the new trolley or whatever in downtown right. Cincinnati, like, like you if you don't know, if you've never seen that thing before and it comes barreling down the street, like, you need to get out of the way because it ain't stopping. Um, hmm. But once you know it, what it is, then you can is, look out for is, it. My question is,
1: who's going to attend these things? I don't know. I'm, I'm because, sure they probably would because, like have a
0: station that they would go to charge to. And,
1: well, if you're going to have shuttle a bunch of drunk people
0: from yeah. bar to bar, <laughs> I'm sure they're going to have stuff's cameras Stuff's going to happen, you know? and they're
1: going to have to, like, go in and hose <laughs> the thing out. Well, that, I don't
0: know if you've seen the one picture of the from the actual website. Um, it had, like, a screen in there, and it said, uh, cruise 27 last sanitized 10 minutes ago. So, like, I don't know if it's, like, going somewhere and aer- somebody's wiping it down. It might have or, just
1: you know. an aerosol can. It- yeah.
0: Bombs it inside. Pull. They pull up and open the doors, and somebody just takes a fire hose to it and just hoses it down. <laughs> From Inceptive Mind, they have the first grid-connected wave energy system installation in Israel. So it apparently, um, this apparently is their second one that they've done, but this is the first one in Israel. Um, they're a Sweden-based EcoWave Power. Um, provider, I guess. And they have begun the installation of their second grid-connected commercial renewable energy generator in in Israel. The company said this week that it had finalized the production of all floaters required uh, for the EWPEDP, EDF1 project. That's a mouthful. Mm -hmm. And commenced installation of the floaters to the seawall in the port of Jaffa, Israel. Um. The eco powers the eco-wave powers floaters draw energy from incoming waves by converting the rising and falling motion of the waves into clean energy generation in a clean energy generation process. The movement of the floaters compress and decompress hydraulic pistons, which transmit biodegradable hydraulic fluid into land located accumulators. So it must just be like constantly pumping them up and they charge up the those pist those pistons, right? In the accumulators pressure is being built, this pressure rotates a hydraulic motor, which rotates the generator, and then the electricity is transferred into the grid via an inverter
1: it's it's kind of like the same thing like where people use geothermal power you know they're using the the heat to to turn a turbine, which turns into steam, which steam powers whatever motor they're using to generate electricity
0: That's pretty cool. And um, like, where did you find those other pictures at, Matt? Was there a link from their website? Or did you just go out I, and Google it?
2: I found, yeah, the EWP. Like, I found their website or looked up their website.
0: Okay. Because those are, those are the, it was much easier to understand um, when you saw those pictures. Uh, da, da, da. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, does that look correct. So it says the the first. Com- so their their first commercial array was one hundred kilowatts. One hundred kilowatts of planned and contracted, uh, five megawatt power station was installed in twenty sixteen on the east side of Gibraltar. Um, they partnered with EDP Renewables in twenty nineteen to form a new company called EWPEDF One. And collaborate on the development of another grid connected hundred kilowatt pilot project this time in Israel. The project's next steps are the installation of all ten floater units, a test run in the in real conditions, and the official connection to the power station uh, of the power station to the grid. The system functionality and capacity tests are expected to be conducted by the end of the second quarter of this year. And those floaters they look like they were about the size of about half the uh, about half of a car. I don't know D, uh, an average size car. They're about half of that for one of those. Is what it looked like in those pictures. Um, so there'll be ten of them. But it looks like the way they were put, mounted up against that wall, because as the waves come in, it hits the wall, makes them go up, and then that's gonna that w- that's what generates the the motion in the ocean. But it looked like they could put a ton of those, um, at least in that location, if they really wanted to. I wonder what the because it never
1: said in this article, or I didn't really look too far much into it, but I wonder what the the half-life is on these. I mean, because I it's a constant wear item. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do true. you have to constantly, replace the, the pistons in. all the time? Because the ocean doesn't stop.
0: It's true. So um, For I nobody. Just,
2: <laughs> it stops for nobody.
0: <laughs> It says preparation for the installation of all remaining floaters on the external side of the Jaffa port breakwater is in advanced stages, and we are relishing over the project uh, of being operative soon in the Mediterranean waves. Once installed, it will be tested, of course, Um, and then the official connection of the conversion unit, which is already installed on site, uh, to the Israeli national grid. Um, Our goal is to generate electricity during the third quarter of this year, added uh, Ms. Uh, Braverman this is a key milestone in the overall development of the EcoWave power technology, and we believe that the results are expected to enable us to take important steps toward the commercial rollout of our pioneering technology. So I guess this this is really they're testing the viability and maybe the ability to, to scale this to well, larger installations.
1: You know, like any of the uh, oil rigs or anything like that. I mean, I don't understand why. Oh, there we go. It, yeah why they don't have more, you know, why are not using more of this everywhere? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it doesn't look the
2: prettiest. On the website, they talk about the limitations of, like, having it out at sea or having it, you know, half that distance out to sea or having it on shore. Mm -hmm. And part of it was a graphic, and it talked about, you know, At the shore, your waves are, like, coming in and being waves. The frequency is higher or whatever. Instead of out in the ocean, it's not as fast because of, I don't know, the area and the shore not stopping it. Um, Plus just, like, the... Infrastructure-wise, having it out in ocean because these are all connected with lines to accumulators yeah, but, to all that. But like, what I'm
1: saying is, like, to power that that oil rig or uh, science station out and that's floating.
2: Yeah, true. Uh, but but I think part of it is the whole reason, like, out at sea, y- your wave generation is. Is less, Not as efficient. I got you. Or, well, that makes you know, sense. Yeah, as at I mean, the you're, shore. Get,
1: you're getting more kinetic energy because it's breaking at at something hard. Yeah, because
0: yeah, it looks like this is some kind of bridge or something that's was already there.
1: That's the Rocka. What is that? Rocka Gibraltar. <laughs>
0: Good one. <laughs> but I mean, like I'm sure these like you need you need a, something that's a, that the waves are breaking against right. to this generation. Which it looks like that's why it's only on this one section because there's the other stuff's open, but I guess they could well, they may not want to close it off completely because they want the water to be able to flow through, but um I'm sure there's all kinds of places where this you've got some kind of break wall at least on a, a smaller section, so it looks like they've got what five on each side, but uh it, it's cool, like I mean what did they
1: say that one at Gibraltar was? Uh, Like size? Yeah, how many
2: kilowatts? A hundred. So there's
0: uh, ten of them. And then they say they have another section for future projects. Wow, that's a bunch. Um, That could just be, it looks like a render, but uh, it says they have a project pipeline of more than 325 megawatts worldwide. So here's some of the locations. Yeah, it's cool. Oh,
2: I wonder I what's succeeds. so specific about those locations. Is it mean yeah, it based Is it because
0: oh, yeah. of... the Just the, the wave generation, maybe, or both? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. there was only one... Well, that's Mexico. There isn't even a, a, a U.S.-based yeah. location yet. Australia. But
1: also, why couldn't they... And I, I know you guys have seen these, that people have these little battery chargers that are little turbines that you can throw into a creek.
2: I've seen that. And oh, yeah.
1: So you know how much, I mean, you've both been in the ocean. Some oceans have a serious rip current. Mm-hmm. So if these were, if they had like a little turbine that was anchored, in a certain part that they know they don't haven't. they have that
0: didn't we talk about those before like some kind of like current turbines like on the bottom of the ocean was it New York or I don't know Hudson Bay or I don't know we've, I thought we had talked we've
1: done forty two episodes yeah, I can't remember everything
0: I'd have to go back and the cool thing is is we can go into one folder and you like when you search inside that notes folder it searches every show notes at the same time, and it'll tell you which one it's in if, if it's in one. I
2: didn't know that. No, yeah. I didn't know. I thought you had to go into the specific no. show note.
0: Mm-mm. No, that's oh. pretty cool. Is that something specific to the Google Drive? I don't know. It might be. But, uh, yeah, because I've searched for stuff before, and it tells me what exact document it's in.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Up next, we have from Clean Technica. They are talking about how Nissan announced they're going to spend $500 million on a Mississippi factory for EV production. Uh, They will retool their, I guess it's it's the current factory. Mm -hmm. They will retool its Mississippi factory to make two new electric car models. The Nissan, or Nissan said in a press release last week, it will spend 500 million to make the factory in Canton, Mississippi, ready to produce electric vehicles. The company plans to make 40% of its U.S. sales battery electric vehicles by 2030. Uh, The Canton factory has been in operation for almost two decades and currently builds the Altima, Frontier, and Titan models.
1: Mm. Um, so maybe we'll get a Nissan Titan truck. Maybe. Um,
0: I don't know if they've announced a truck yet, have they? Uh, I think everything I've seen is like SUVs, isn't it? What's that one at the top one? Now that, I think that was just a render. Oh, that was, never mind. I, yeah. What was their midsize, that, the one that Ashley has? It's not the uh, Frontier. Front, do they still make those? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it says Frontier right there, duh. Um, I haven't seen any of the new ones in a while, though. Uh, after the upgrades, the company expects to manufacture uh, two new electric cars in Mississippi. Nissan's Ambition 2030 program calls for bringing 23 electrified Nissan and Infiniti models, including 15 battery electric vehicles, to market by 2030. But the other eight are going to be hybrids. It looks like. Yeah. But they're going to be. There's going to like there's like three different versions. So there's like a graph right. down there.
1: Right. One. Here. One of them they they were talking about was the. Uh it was a hundred percent drive, yeah, electric motors. Like but the, that what
0: was like, like the BMW i3, was yeah, like but the, that. But the
1: gas motor just only recharges, recharges the batteries.
0: The batteries. Um, it says today's announcement is the first of several new investments that will drive the EV revolution in the U.S. and Nissan CEO, said Nissan CEO Ashwani Gupta Nissan is making a strong investment in Canton's future, bringing the latest technology, training, and processes to create a truly best-in-class EV manufacturing team the they say the ambition 2030 program will deliver exciting electrified vehicles and technology innovations taking account of critical environmental societal and customer needs uh, it underpins the company's aim to empower mobility and beyond for a cleaner safer and more inclusive world nissan has set the goal to achieve carbon neutrality across the company's global operation and life cycle of its products by 2050 which most most other companies are, are saying 2030 or 2040 so mm-hmm kind of far out on that by presuming further innovations in electrification and manufacturing technology as part of the effort they're targeting 40 percent of the u.s vehicle sales volume to be fully electric by 2030 that's not i mean but terrible, if you but think yeah
1: but you think about that, that's only eight years away yeah and, and a, but, look, a, but, but a
0: lot of manufacturers have said they're going to be completely electric by 2030
1: i just i don't not see all that. Of them, I but, do, some but i don't see it happening yeah. I mean, because we don't have the battery technology to support that yet. The charging infrastructure. And the charging infrastructure.
0: Yeah, so this was a cool thing. I uh, like that, Matt. So it says here's the three type charging. Uh, so you got 100% electric, you got the e power, which is like you were talking about. It has electric motors, but then it also has um, a, a gas engine that just recharges. It's like a generator, just recharges the battery. And then you have your conventional hybrid kind of like um, we have today with like the Prius and other things. What oh, that?
2: So how, how exactly is the E power different than the conventional hybrid?
0: Because it's still it's a direct drive electric motor and the whereas the the hybrid you've got both that can feed the axle at the same time. Whereas that one, oh, okay. it's only the electric motor that feeds the axle, and the the power the the engine is just recharging the battery. Matt, it's just science. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only one that's that's like that today is the i three, isn't it? So or are there others? Uh, the BMW i three. That's what it does. I and mean, do you can get a, just an EV only option. It's got like eighty five miles. Do range. you guys
1: follow the Edison Motor guy on TikTok? I don't think so. He, he was a logger. And now he quit logging, and he's going to make his own logging truck. It's called Edison Motors.
0: It's going to be electric?
1: So it is It is going to be a diesel generator-powered <laughs> truck. So basically like a train oh.
0: that uses a
1: diesel generator that powers an electric, electric motor.
0: motor. Okay. So, so it should be more efficient, right? Right.
1: It, because that diesel that diesel... Diesel motor (laughs) runs at a specific RPM, so it's not given. It it's it's better for the environment because it's not revving up and down, and so it uses a consistent uh, diesel intake and everything. Mm
2: -hmm. So, so with the the e power with the gas motor feeding the battery, I wonder how much power that puts out.
1: Well, I mean, it's just like your, your Prius is set up the same way. Yeah. But the what is it? Electric motor up to fifteen miles an hour. Um, twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. As so soon as you go over twenty five, it kicks it in again. It and and it does away with the. But you get regen because mm-hmm. the 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 battery's under the back seat on yeah. that right.
0: And you can only go maybe like if you had a hundred percent battery, you might be able to go two miles, and it's, it's, that's it. It's like a very small battery pack. Yeah, it's not very yeah. big at all. Really? The the Prime, the Prius Prime, you can go I think about 20 or 25 miles on electric only before. Yeah, but one
1: you you were pulling about 50 miles?
0: It's still so she just she just got the oil change, and she just flipped 70,000 on it and the lifetime odometer average for 70k is 55.6. I mean, that's MPG. That's not too bad on no. a vehicle. Hmm. Not at all. Um, Beats my 18. <laughs> yeah, And what are the what are the prices right now? I don't want to. Talk I, about I haven't that. looked at a gas pump price. In, three seventy nine. Yeah. I mean, I see the signs if I drive by them, but I haven't. I don't ever. Well, uh,
1: I drove Elizabeth's Mercedes today, and it was a little under half. I filled it up, and it was forty three dollars.
0: What does she get on my MPG wise?
1: I don't know. I don't drive it. I don't look at it. I don't.
0: It's a. Is that a four cylinder, six cylinder, turbo? It's a four
1: cylinder. Four cylinder. Yeah, I think she gets like twenty. I'm wanting to say like 25 or 28 out of That's it. It's not bad
0: for an SUV, yeah. Mm-hmm. All wheel drive That's true. SUV. So um, so Nissan will invest 18 billion worldwide to catch up with the EV revolution. It once led. I mean, yeah, it, it, the Leaf was it, man, forever. Yeah. That seems like a lot of money, but here's the thing it expects a lot of those electrified cars to use its e power system, which is sort of like the Chevy Volt. Oh, the Chevy Volt does that too. Mm-hmm. But without the plug, here's how Nissan describes on its website. The e-power system offers full electric motor drive, meaning the wheels are completely driven by the electric motor. e-power is comprised of a high-output battery and the powertrain, which is integrated with a gasoline engine, power generator, inverter, and a motor. It's conventional hybrid systems. The wheels are driven by an electric motor and a gasoline engine. However, the e-power system, the gasoline engine is not connected to the wheels or the powertrain. It simply just charges the battery. And like a full EV, the power source is the engine rather than just the battery. In other words, it's a self-charging electric car similar to the Toyota Prius. Hardly right. earth-shattering. But, I mean, the Prius is still direct drive for both right. of those, though. Unless the brand-new ones aren't. I don't know. I've
1: well, uh, a guy at work just got a new Dodge Ram.
0: This is it electric or
1: hybrid? Well, it's a it's – a, what do they call it?
0: Where it can shut the – Valves it,
1: off or? Well, no, it's, it's, it's a gas truck, but it has, what was it? I think they called it the
0: e-torque. Oh, so it's got like electric motors. So it has an electric
1: mo- motor to help with, like, you know, if you kick it down, it, it gives you that extra, extra torque.
0: Extra torque and. Hmm. I mean, I think, I think we'll see a lot, a lot of that going forward hybrids. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, so, so I think it depends on the manufacturer. I think some of them are going to do both but i think some of them it just makes they're just like yeah we're just going to go straight to, straight to we're going to have our gas power but, or ice then we're just going to go straight ev and right. not have any of this i mean cuz it's now you're maintaining three different powertrain systems right like it's a lot of money especially when you've got you know i don't know nissan has at least what 23 25 or 25 or 30 different models now and then they're going to add all these electric ones on top of it. and then
1: it. i mean it's just and like you said you know everything has to to talk to each other correctly so you know you're going to have more computers, more chips, more mm-hmm. and and it was supply chain issues the supply chain yeah. issues so you know in my yeah. opinion a hybrid 5 years ago was a great idea or mm-hmm. 10 years ago let's go back
0: but there's hybrids are still way more expensive than right I mean, you, your hybrid is almost as expensive as an EV, but they're almost the same price. You might as well get an EV. I mean,
1: it, Elizabeth wanted a hybrid for her yeah. Mercedes, but it was another like fifteen thousand yeah. dollars on top. I mean, if you if you, wow. I, th- yeah. I think
0: the EV is a good choice if you have range, if you're still in that range anxiety camp, because I think the the Prius will get about four hundred and fifty miles on a ten gallon eleven gallon tank. <laughs> what I get? Wow you figure 55. Yeah,
2: that's awesome though.
1: I get 470 out of my uh 36
0: count. I think it's but I mean usually yeah so 55 10 yeah so actually over 500. She gets between 500 and 550. So it's a good it's a, and it's, it's a good road trip car because of that. You don't have to you're not stopping a lot. Yeah, so, but is it fun to drive? No. <laughs> it does have so it's got like a eco a normal and a power which just it changes like the uh the acceleration and the, all that stuff, and like when I, I've driven it a couple of times since I got my Tesla, and I hate it, but I saw so I, I even put it on like the power just to fuel a little something. Like, we did, we were, we were, we, me and Taylor went somewhere, and I was driving it. it was before I got my tires, so it was cold out, so I drove the Prius, and I was getting on the highway, and this minivan just blows by me. I don't know if I told you that story. No, this minivan just goes. I mean, not. I mean, it's probably going the, the speed limit, and I'm just like, I just felt like, I, where's, I, I just it sucked because I wasn't in my car.
2: <laughs> so if you've if you've never listened to us before up <sighs> until now, Joe has a Tesla Model Three performance.
0: So yeah, I guess- going back to the Prius is sucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about, what, maybe 9 or 10 seconds, 0 to 60? I don't know. Of, you tell me, of, me. You drive it. I don't even Do you, know. I've never <laughs> measured it. Do You, you notice, have to Google you,
1: it. Have you driven Joey's car since you've had yours? I've never
0: driven Joey's car. Oh, okay. Uh, the only other person that's driven Joey's car is, is Mommy, and that's only been, like, twice. Huh. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's, I'm, a, I'm sure it's pretty similar to mine. Yeah. Um,
2: did other than the zero
0: to sixty, <laughs> but say no, it can't be similar. This is yours. what like 5.4. Five, 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 four. Yeah, because this is the single motor rear uh-huh. drive, yeah. rear wheel drive. I don't know. It's still that's like twice as fast as the Prius. Oh yeah, <laughs> so. for sure.
2: Now is the Prius at all like have any initial
0: jump? Because yeah, it's yeah, a, it's got a good a like good. it. If you especially if you put it in power, you get a oh. lot of that electric torque. Okay. Um, but uh, still, I mean, you're talking. It's like eight or nine seconds, zero to sixty. Even gotcha. without that, without that, it'd be like fifteen, probably. Whew, I mean, it's wow. it's not anything uh, anything super. Um, it says all in all, the latest announcements from Nissan sound an awful like Me Too statements. Eighteen billion is nothing to sneeze at, but it's far less than companies like Volkswagen, Mercedes, Ford, GM, Hyundai, and Kia are spending. Competitors in, competitors in China are also pouring billions into getting in front of the EV revolution. Nissan's commitment seem, seems half-hearted somehow, like they are doing the least they can to stay in touch with the pack while having, without having any plans to actually lead the EV revolution. The new Nissan Ariya uh, is, is a nice enough car, but we don't hear anyone raving about it uh, like we do the Hyundai Iconic 5 or the Kia EV6. It's an open question whether the Nissan-Renault alliance or even Nissan itself will still be viable by 2030. Or will it join hundreds of other automakers in the dustbin of history? Yeah, I mean, I
1: just, I just think that so many people have come out and say, oh, blah, 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 blah. People now that these car manufacturers that are coming out, it's like, I don't need to, to rush. I mean, we're still going to make our sales. Yeah. We have like Subaru people. Subaru people well, you, are Subaru people. Yeah, you're going to have, the, die, have the diehards, yeah. And, and you know, and, and there's a lot of people that just love Nissan. But what what year is your Prius? 16. Okay, so uh, the third generation, so it's 2010. Uh, it's uh, the newest is uh, 2016. It'll do 9.6 seconds in sport mode, 0 to
2: 60. Yeah, so... And your Model Three performance is three point one, but zero but to sixty. But,
1: but the original one would do it in nine nine to ten point one. Yeah, so ten seconds mode. basically.
2: Man, that's like an eternity. It is. <laughs> would
0: you get used to that, driving Jeez. a uh, any kind of an EV? Really? I mean, what? I mean, the slowest EVs are probably five to six, right? Mm-hmm. Even the like, I mean, Joey's is five something, but even the ones that are slower than that, like I don't know. I mean, I think that um, some of these companies are seriously underestimating the demand that's going to be there for EVs.
1: Yeah, but don't do what Ford did. What don't did, do what, what Rivian's what, doing right what'd now. what they do? What's going on? They say, oh, well, we're <sighs> going to have equal price, basically. Oh. And then I try to build out a truck that yeah. is identical to mine. Which was fifty-two thousand dollars in twenty eighteen. Okay. So I build it out exactly like every option I have because I have a fully fully loaded XLT. I do that seventy-two thousand dollars. Yeah. I don't I don't see the benefit in a 20000 thousand dollar jump.
0: Right. And you're gonna get less range too, because it's gonna mm-hmm. be what, two hundred and thirty-five? Yeah. Something. And that
1: one even the to get up to the bigger one, that took it up closer to eighty. Yeah. I can buy houses for that. What, what'd Rivian do? Uh,
0: they were they raised their prices. Yeah, they're
1: raising their prices. What, $15,000 yeah. or
2: something?
0: And those were already one of the most expensive ones. Yeah. Uh,
2: but all the reviews were pretty good on those I, trucks.
0: Yeah. The finish looked great. People will still buy them. Just like people buy the Plaid S&X for $120,000, $30,000. I get it. I think until we get... EVs close within 10 percent of the same price as ice you aren't going to have the mass adoption people just can't afford to pay 40 or fifty thousand dollars for an EV when they can buy uh, a freaking rav4 for 28.
1: I mean I I'd, I'd love to have an EV but I'm just I'm not going to go in debt just to buy a vehicle because it's it's electric vehicle
0: well, I mean, we all go into it to buy vehicles, but you just don't want to, you don't want a it 20,000, 20, it's not worth the extra twenty. dollars Exactly. It's not worth. Not for the first gen. Not for the
1: first gen. They're no. going to fix stuff. They're going to come out with better stuff.
0: Yeah. Wait for the Maverick. Get the Maverick. That thing looks cool. I don't yeah. know. We'll I'm see. sorry. It's too small. Too small. NPR.org is reporting about Ford announcing a historic restructuring as it pivots to an electric future. This seemed kind of i i wasn't i wasn't expecting this um so you know 2 days ago this was today's march 4th this was march 2nd uh ford ford's model T reshaped the 20th century tesla's model 3 is transforming the 21st now meet model E i bet elon is just so you, oh, you man. know the whole story of yeah, the model well, yeah, E right yeah. okay they were just, I think they just sat, they were just sitting, just sitting in their back pocket, just waiting for the perfect time to use it. And now they're <laughs> slapping it on the table like a big old, you know what. Um, part of Ford's big plan to bridge its gas powered past and its battery powered future through a major restructuring of its business. Ford is, Ford. Ford is splitting its auto business into two separate units Ford Blue, which is their traditional gas and diesel powered vehicles. Um, and Ford Model E for new electric vehicles. I don't know. I think they could have come up with a better name, honestly. But they could have called something the Model E and not the whole division. But um, they've already split off a unit for commercial customers called Ford Pro. Didn't know that until now. I didn't either. Um, Wall Street responded positively by the, of the to the restructuring announcement with stocks moving uh, up in the news as investors welcomed Ford's commitment to growing its electric business. Sometimes two is better than one, Bank of America mused in a note, while Jeffries called it a creative move. Um, some analysts have been pushing for to spin off its electric vehicle production into an entirely separate company, one that is future-focused and growth-oriented and can trade stock in the eye-popping valuations that we see with, like, Tesla and other new electric vehicle startups. I mean, that makes sense to me. But you don't see any of the other companies doing this, but no. that doesn't mean it's – they shouldn't. Um, but Ford CEO Jim Farley said that that doesn't make sense at this time. Yeah, so they're, they're just they're going to have separate divisions. And, and I think he mentions, too, like keeping them under the same corporate umbrella allows them to share the technology and capital. Right. Um, with the Ford Model E benefiting from the cash flow and the economics of scale, Ford's traditional business, while Ford Blue gets to piggyback off the technology innovations and the more software-focused electric vehicle division it's investing in. So, th- I mean, that makes sense to share it. but. What's the sense of breaking them out then I mean I guess unless you're just trying to structure the company and the people that are working on the different lines you know makes maybe it makes that easier I don't know um, it says Model E will nurture the talent and the culture and the intensity of a high-tech startup Farley said on Wednesday blue will be a profit and cash engine for the entire enterprise
1: and and honestly with Ford I mean being the highest uh, all their trucks for yeah, for construction companies and and whatever else. I do not see municipalities, cities, state vehicles switching to electric for their work vehicles anytime soon the, and, the, until yeah, until, until, the cost gets until the cost gets down i mean and and you know what you could go buy a Ford truck for a government bid is totally different.
0: Because they buy them in bulk. Because you're in you a, have a, a multi-year a state, contract.
1: There, there's a state bid. I mean, like anything anything that, that the city buys big like that is under state bid. Like if we buy a new tractor, well, you go buy that tractor and you pay full price for it. Mm-hmm. We get state bid price, okay. which is a certain percentage lower than right.
0: You're going to get a better price.
1: Right. Wow. So I don't see them going for the electric until we get the range, the better range and everything.
2: Yeah. So is this similar to you? Like when companies split, like recently, Hyundai split off the Genesis line. Because for the longest time, it was the Hyundai Genesis whatever. They had the little coupe thing and whatever. But now, Genesis is his own line. Well, yeah, Toyota because, did Lexus, right? Toyota, but it's it's is that similar?
0: Like, it's under the same. I mean, parent company. I think it gives I think it gives them options on the way they handle the business, but they're still sharing a lot of the technologies and, like they said, the uh, the, uh, the 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 uh, the investments that are making across both. So, I maybe maybe they're just thinking long term. Like, maybe at some point it would make sense to split them off or. I don't know. Like, I mean, they've already said they're going to go all electric by 2040. Um, so I don't understand the, the yeah, but why I, I split it up. I still
1: don't see them being able to go all electric by 2040.
0: Well, they said zero emissions. So maybe that, I don't know what else that would be. Hydrogen? I don't know. Like, they're not working on that that I'm aware of. But it says they've been seen They've seen strong demand for their electric offerings like the F-150 and the Mach-E. Um, but it also continues to make enormous profits off traditional gas and diesel power vehicles, particularly large trucks, because commercials or commercial industry and stuff. So the company has committed to, a ma- to massively increase its electric vehicle, vehicle production. They say they will build more than 2 million electric vehicles per year by 2026, which will represent about a third of the company's global output. At the COP26 climate convention last year, they signed on, an, on to a pledge to shift exclusively towards zero-emission vehicles by 2040. Uh, But unlike some rivals, Ford is not fully committed to entirely phasing out gas-powered vehicles. Farley told investors there are some trucks and SUVs where he doesn't think electric vehicles are a good fit. I agree, Um, at least not with current technologies. Although maybe the volume will go down, uh, they think they'll see a really revitalized internal combustion engine business, he said. Yeah. The entire auto industry is pivoting towards electric vehicles, but companies have wildly varying timelines for j- transitioning away from traditional vehicles. I Agree. And
1: I think that as timelines are just because of the uncertainty of
0: yeah the battery tech, battery the charging, tech, infrastructure. charging
1: in infrastructure, yeah
0: supply I, chain. I, I supply chain. I don't know if it was uh, where I read it, but there was a comment it might have been on one of the like the, te- the the Tesla group or something or something else. I don't know, but somebody mentioned like. <laughs> If everybody bought an EV in the next two years or three years, like the the our, our electric grid couldn't handle it. No, I mean our our. <laughs> That's like adding another. I don't know what what else in your house pulls that much. Nothing. I mean, nothing does, does it? Like, I mean, I mean your, your stove or your heater, oven.
2: My electric heater,
0: my backup heat in my house. How much does that pull? Thirty k. How many amps? Uh, twenty. I was on twenty amp breaker no it's on, no, a, it's 60. on a 60 60. Yeah, 60 so that might be equivalent then but but I mean, my car is only
2: pulling 12 kilowatts when i
0: charge it so yeah. i mean it's i mean mine's pulling it's not 40, really. 40 low 40s um amps like 41 42
2: that, amps It should be around 12 kilowatts yeah yeah
0: but if everybody were to do that at the same time yeah we, well, we I couldn't mean, handle
1: it the united states infrastructure for electrical was built in in the 1950s, and it's yeah. still based off of the 1950s usage. I mean, you had a 60 amp fuse panel <laughs> in the 50s. I mean, it, what do you have? You have a 200 amp. Yeah, and it's and it's probably not. And I think big most enough.
0: New, most new construction that's standard. and if you want to go above that, don't you have to do a split uh, service so at that
1: point? No, not really. Can you do uh, a 400? You can do a 400. Off you one just panel? have to have yeah. You have to have a different meter base. No, it's a dual panel. Dual panel.
0: Yeah, but the same. Can it be the same service coming in? Support yeah.
1: that? Okay. Yeah, because I want to do because because I have so many sub panels in my house. I want to do dual one fifty, So a 300 amp service into my house with a dual 150. Gotcha. That way I can supply because if my geothermal kicks on, my lights dim a little bit. Oh wow! And that's just because I don't what have you enough have now, service. One fifty. Yeah, I have 150 and I'm running a 100 amp sub panel in my barn, 100 100 amp sub panel in my uh addition and then running a 60 amp sub panel that way I could power everything in my basement. Gotcha. So, I'm tapped out on power.
0: <laughs> Last up we have from the Connective connectivity standards alliance. Yes. This was something I ran across. I don't even remember where I I just ran across it. I was looking up something for work or something and I or it was some IT thing, I IoT thing that I was I was looking up and I, I ran across this. I didn't even know it existed. But there's a lot of investment and a lot of uh, partnership that's going into this, which is good because I think we need we've needed this for some time. So the foundation for connected things. It's a smart home devices should be secure, reliable, and seamless to use. And with matter, they are. So it says the promise of reliable and secure uh, promise of reliable and secure connectivity. This industry unifying standard is a promise of reliable, secure connectivity. It is a seal of approval that devices will work seamlessly together today and tomorrow. Matter creates more connections between more objects, simplifies development for manufacturers and increases compatibility for consumers. Um, So it's easy to purchase and to use. Devices from multiple brands will work together natively, so they'll be interoperable. Um, It'll be more consistent and responsive uh, for local connectivity. And you'll have more robust and streamlined security for developers and users. Um, And companies from across the industry are contributing market-proven technologies, and best practices. So I'll show you the members list here in a second. But uh, MATTER is built around a shared belief that smart home devices should be secure, reliable, and seamless to use by building upon Internet protocol, IP, which is what a lot of stuff runs on today, pretty much the entire Internet. MATTER will enable communications across smart home devices, mobile app, and cloud services and define a specific set of IP-based networking uh, technologies for device certification. it isn't Do we... Go ahead. uh it says the seal of <laughs> approval that says so matter is the silver approval that says smart devices work reliably together, taking the guesswork out of the purchasing process that trust allows you to choose from a wider range of the brands you love and brings you the comfort of a secure and seamless connected home. Um, matter is the reliable i o t compatibility standard that drives category growth by simplifying the purchasing process expanding the smart home category to more retailers and lowering operational costs. Uh, Matter is a unifying IP based connectivity protocol built on proven technologies, helping you connect to and build reliable secure IOT ecosystems and keeping your focus on developing innovative products and accelerating paths to market. Um, CNET says matter is going to solve a lot of problems for consumers it's really going to deliver that standard that delivers interoperability for device to device communication in the home. And we've got basically every major company on the planet agreeing to it, which is pretty cool. Um, so,
1: because I, I live something like this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, I think we all do. We're all using all kinds of different stuff.
1: Yeah, but I have
0: like ho- a central, home assistant, yeah, which kind of helps tie it together. Help,
1: helps tie it together. But weekly these guys are building a new upgrade or whatever. Anytime yep. Hugh does a, a, a firmware update or blah blah blah, it has to be changed and fixed and and reintegrated and, and it can be a
0: pain in the butt huh.
1: And a pain in the butt. And then weekly or two week or monthly, these guys are going in and saying, Well, I'm sorry, but in this next update we're going to have breaking changes on this 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 <laughs> because this, there's this, no standard because there's no standard yeah. and you know right now i probably have like 32 different smart home apps <laughs>
0: yeah, i, and I know i have at least a dozen
1: and that's why that's why i like my home assistant because i can get almost all that into one ecosystem
0: yeah that's really the only way you can yeah well if, and, and not have to use 20 different
1: apps you can There's there's a couple other other uh ecosystems like that out there yeah. but some of the stuff i have they don't support yeah and you have to do backwards compatible stuff to make it work or in that find eco- some code or yeah right a script or- i mean it's not for everyone yeah you know mine mine is broken at home right now it works i can't update it because they don't support my docker install the way i did it because that was a standard
0: and that's changed. two years ago that's yeah. changed
1: mm-hmm. And I have so much built into it. I don't because the way it was built and what it was built on. You don't want to
0: have to redo it.
1: I I don't want to have to redo it because I can't port that over. Yeah. Because of how that standard was set.
0: Um so hopefully that this is what this is. I mean, it's still gonna take some time, right? But hopefully that's where this is going. Um it says it's an open source approach. Members of the alliance have taken an open source approach to development and implementation of this new unified connectivity protocol. We use best-in-class contributions from market-tested smart home technologies, such as those from Amazon, Apple, Google, the Connectivity Standards Alliance, and others. By leveraging these technologies, con- contributors are able to accelerate the development of the protocol and deliver benefits to manufacturers and consumers faster. Um, and because it Matter makes it easy for device manufacturers to build devices that are compatible with the smart home and voice service services, such as Amazon's you know who, and Apple's you know who, and Google's you know who, and others. <laughs> the uh, the first specification release of the Matter Protocol will run on Wi-Fi and Thread, which I have a, another link out to the Thread I wanted to show you guys, um, network layers, and we'll use Bluetooth flow energy for commissioning. So <clears throat> this is, I,
1: I added two Raspberry Pi running Octoprint. Mm-hmm. To Home Assistant? And home assistant. As soon as I like, I just opened it to 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 reset my light in my office. And pick them of, up. And it was like, oh, new devices found. Immediately. Yeah. So it would be great. <clears throat> sorry. It would be great to be able to buy a new device, plug it in, set it up, and then it'd be integrated into. One ecosystem.
0: Yeah. One control plane.
1: Because I think the the problem with home automation is it's a hobby. I mean you have to tinker with it.
0: It's very frustrating at times.
1: And and it's as very, I as I
0: have had with my experience with my freaking Google home hubs. Right.
1: But we kinda I kinda like when stuff.
0: Breaks. I do to a point when it but when when i can't fix it right and I, and i'm a pretty good troubleshooter and if i can't figure it out and i, I can't find technical resources online I, or I, everybody that i go to online and there's tons of other people having the exact same problem like this is hopefully something that will fix that because yeah, it'll be but, a standard but protocol but your
1: your problem you know what your problem
0: well, is well but is that but is whose problem is that though is it a problem with the my networking that I have, or is it a problem with the protocol Google it, is using? But it can't be
1: a problem with your networking because everything else your, works. Your network is set up exactly like yeah. my network. And nothing else has a
0: problem. And the only thing I have newer is the, the dream machine. Yeah. It has to be Google's net code or something to do with their hub code. That, no, it's too many other Wi Fi's in your area. Yeah, it could be. But again, that's their. they could fix that. It's that's a, that's a code thing that they could fix. Unless there's a hardware limitation.
1: What there is is there going to be geofencing that goes up around your house <laughs> that just blocks You other- need to move away
0: from everybody. <laughs> like me. So here's a list of uh, these are the – so there's two sections. There's the promoters, which are like the big uh, vendors that are getting a part. Uh, and, Kroger? And, yeah, I mean, you've got the big players here, right? Amazon, Apple, Google. Uh, Ikea because Ikea makes a lot of smart home stuff mm-hmm. now. Um, I don't know who Asa Abloy is. Um, any manufacturer in spot, I mean, you can click on these and it'll tell you. But I mean, you yeah, Lutron, LeGrand, you know, th- those are OGs, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kroger. I mean, Kroger's doing a lot. Smart maybe in Storm stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think if Samsung didn't buy them, they probably would have been gone already. Um, yeah, I mean, Snyder Electric. Yeah. Signify. I mean, Snyder Square D. Yeah, I mean, you've seen. So, I've seen devices from. I have devices from a lot of these places. So Tuya, Tuya. I I guarantee you, if you have any
1: smart bulb it, that's not Hue, it oh, okay. has Tuya software in it because they are the number one manufacturers of smart bulbs.
0: Hmm. I'm sorry. There's three sections. The second section is participants. So these are. A lot of the manufacturers that are participating in the open standard or that will have devices that will be on the open standard. There's 227 of them. I'm not going to click on that. if you. It'll be down in the link in the show notes. And then the adopters, which is, you know, 100, another 159. So, like, anybody That's who's awesome. anybody in IoT or home automation is going to be a part of this, which is cool. Was um, Govi in there? So I didn't click on the full list. I don't know.
2: If if this is gonna unite all these manufacturers, does that mean I'll be able to control what was once home kit stuff through Google? It, if uh, yeah, it's adopted,
0: I, maybe. So it, it's probably going to depend on the age of the device, whether or not it can support this going forward. Um, it may there may be a point where they say, okay, anything made after or before this date. It's just we can't update it, but I think they did talk about uh, it. Might have been in this one that where that some there are some devices today that could be reprogrammed to support this new standard. It's probably just the newer stuff. I mean, probably you're, like you're, the the Echoes and you're, you're not going to have
1: uh, this is not going to bring in X10 stuff oh, <laughs> from, <no. laughs> from the, the, no. the late night. To, I, I, there's there's guys on the Home Assistant thing that 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 are repurposing next ten stuff because they can just bring it in and code base it to work for what they w- needed to do. Mm. It's just crazy off the wall stuff that that they're
0: doing but so this um this was one of the so they were talking about the thread, so thread is a low power secure and internet based mesh networking technology for i o t products um, and there's a cool video here, um, you know, if you want to check that out. But like I said, it's it's um it's designed for easy integration in the connected home. It's it's an IP based standard. Thread allows smart home devices to securely and reliably connect directly to the cloud. Um, home automation using IoT devices such as lights, thermostats, door locks, security cameras uh, provides a convenient and rewarding experience for customers. But there there's a there's a ton of information on here. Uh, I'm not going to go through everything, but this is what's going to give them the, the 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 unified connectivity. This standard, it's, thread, is a standard that they're going to that they've adopted to use for uh, matter. And in my
1: opinion, I would rather have a local, like Zigbee. No, like I don't want my stuff to have to go to the cloud because uh, if my internet goes out yeah i don't want to have to go oh i got to wait till the internet comes back on to turn my lights off
0: well i don't think so because this says there'll be device device communication within the thread network locally okay. so they can still work
1: see because that's that's one nice thing about home assistant yeah i still have control even if you don't have internet even if i don't have internet and
0: it says cloud locally. connect
1: Locally. Right.
0: It says yeah. cloud connectivity to mobile devices when away. Mm-hmm. And it says border router forwards data to Wi-Fi, Ethernet cloud. Wi-Fi connected to mobile devices when in the building. Um, and they get into some of the application specifics and things like that. It says, like Wi-Fi, Thread is a trans- is transparent to application protocols used in the network. Um, it will support existing and proven IPv6-based connectivity standards on its secure low-power mesh networks, Maybe there. Maybe that. Maybe that's why this is going to be so much better because it's going to be IPv six from the get go. Um, as the only versatile IoT platform, Thread can simultaneously support multiple application protocols in the same network, making it cost effective and future proof solution for a wide range of applications. So, like for me,
1: I, I could run like Duck DNS or uh, my own DNS server at right. my house, but I actually pay. Well, it's getting ready to go up to six fifty a month, but I pay for a, a place that's called Nubikasa, and they are a...
0: like dynamic DNS service?
1: Yeah, they are a, a DNS service that I go through because it masks my whole network. So I can get into my network, but nobody else can through... Because, I mean, my smart home stuff is pretty much open in my house. Hmm. So, you know, having these security protocols, because someone could just drive up close to my house or or they could go through neighborhoods yeah. and and start opening garage doors and and do whatever they want, so there's good and bad onto this, and I'm sure there's plenty of hackers out there or or people that dabble that can still break through all this stuff
0: well, I think the benefit of using an i p based standard other than like a zigbee or z wave or x10 or you know however many other ones there are is they're not proprietary it's not proprietary like everything almost everything else on the internet uses an ip-based standard right. so it'll it's a it'll, it's a more robust technology that provides more can provide more security if it's done correctly um there's a ton of information on this thread site and it'll be linked down below in the show notes if you're interested in it, go check it out it's some cool stuff and. We're, I don't know. I don't know when we're going to see this. Like I, that's the one thing I didn't see, and maybe I just didn't dig hard enough. Like I don't know when we're going to actually start seeing devices that are using Matter and Thread and this new this new standard. Yeah, that's what, what I didn't
1: see. Wonder what the the cost is going to come down to. I mean,
0: because just like I wouldn't think it would be. It shouldn't cost, cost. Shouldn't add a bunch of cost to what they're already doing. Because it's it's using technologies that already exist. You know, They're Wi-Fi, low-power Bluetooth, IP-based. It's it's not something brand new yeah, that but requires new chips. Am I going to have
1: to buy this hub? And then two years down the road, they go, oh, I'm
0: sorry, <laughs> but it you have to upgrade to this new hub to keep what you have. I didn't see anything mentioned about a hub. I'm not saying there won't be, like, smart things and Hue, and they may still offer a hub. But if it's IP-based, you shouldn't need a hub. True. I mean, that's – now, granted, even though, like, the Hue bulbs, they're going through that hub for their control, they're still Mm -hmm. IP-based. But maybe it'll get – hopefully it gets rid of the hubs, the hub requirement, because, you know, I don't want – I mean, I've got, like, three different hubs now. I don't want all that crap. I do,
1: too. I mean, I just – I don't like it, but, you know, I I have a friend that always likes to update his Hue stuff and (laughs) – so I had to buy a hub and then I had all this smart smart uh thing stuff and
0: Yeah, hopefully we start um <laughs> hopefully we start seeing this soon. And it says certified product search, so four thousand plus Alliance plus. certified products listed. So Huh. I mean maybe we're gonna start seeing stuff really soon. Uh that stuff up there right there, I mean that's like lighting and stuff smart plugs zigbee 3.0 yep hmm. i mean is is maybe the zigbee 3.0 protocol is just the same maybe they're just rebranding it. i don't know
2: didn't you have those lights in your old house
0: <laughs> uh i don't remember what they were called but they don't they weren't zigbee no they were just led they were just led panels, panels.
2: The panels but
1: but i don't know i i know like right now cuz there's a couple things that I'd like to do that I need a Zigbee or a Z-Wave, and because of my house, I don't think I could do what I want to do
0: because it's yeah walls, because my walls super thick, thick walls thick. they thick they thick. All right, everyone, thank you for joining us for episode 42. We greatly appreciate it. Um, we should see you in about two weeks, um, and I think are we going to try to do beer drop in two weeks as well? I think we'll be good to do that. We got um actually got an um uh, restarted my beer drop monthly subscription. Just I paused it for a few months cuz we were doing local stuff. Um so we're going to get back on the beer drop train the next so that would be beer dropper 11. Beer drop 11 or beer review. We should just call it beer review because yeah. it may not always be beer drop but or it could be something different in the future. So beer review 11 will be in a couple of weeks as well as episode 43. And um, stay safe out there. Um, Make sure you're taking care of each other. We will see you in a couple weeks. Subscribe. Check out ddwshow.com. All those links. Appreciate it. Thanks. Love
2: you. Goodbye. See you. Ta-ta. Adios.